Corbin vs. The World was recorded in front of a live studio audience. The character of Corbin is a work of fiction and is meant to represent your hopes, dreams, and your fears, and bears no resemblance to the real Corbin, who actually hates music. He also now hates dogs, for the goddamn record. This show was produced without oversight or approval from the FCC and listening to it is probably a crime where you live. All interviews, jokes, and statements are a figment of your imagination. No one was harmed in the making of this show, except our producer, Chris, who is tired of cleaning up after Corbin and is polishing his resume as we speak. Please hire him so he can escape this dumpster fire of a show. Corbin would like to thank you for listening and encourages you to send him money because OnlyFans isn't working out the way he thought it would. Maybe he should wash his feet, or get them dirtier. I don't know. He'll pay you back eventually, he swears. Anyone who takes offense to any of the content on this show is politely invited to send their hate mail to the Walt Disney Company in care of Bob Chapek on behalf of the LGBTQIA community. Now sit back, pour yourself a cool beverage, and enjoy the ride. Loudspeaker Studios Welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the World. I am your hero whose playlists bring all the boys to the yard. Corbin David Albaugh here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this, our fourth week of March 2022. Spring is in the air. Birds are flying. The trees are singing. Everyone's recovered from their St. Patrick's Day hangover. There's new music out by the Arcade Fire. It's a good time all around for me and for you. I'm going to be playing that new track by the Arcade Fire at the end of the show. So that is the sparkly gold carrot that I will dangle in front of you to keep you listening up until the very last moment of this show. Very excited about all of that. I've always been a big fan of the Arcade Fire. First three albums are some of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, They're also very nostalgic for me because I feel like the Arcade Fire singularly represent that kind of bright-eyed optimism that I think characterized a lot of life and pop culture during the mid to late 2000s. You know, back when you didn't instantly roll your eyes the second a band trotted out a fiddle player before Mumford & Sons ruined it for everybody that golden time. Not to say that bad shit wasn't going on during that time. You know, I understand there were a couple wars going on, but... I would make the argument that the 2000s decade specifically had across the board the cheeriest music. And I'm not counting the 80s because all of that was because everyone was doing cocaine all the time. That's artificial. That's cheating. But the 2000s in general, movies, TV, music, had a very genuine feeling of joy and innocence. So keeping with that spring feeling, keeping with that optimism, I'm going to be playing a mixture of tracks today that really capture that feel not necessarily from that time period but capture that same vibe because it's something that i do miss a bit you know i kind of feel like right now on a pop music standpoint we're kind of doing a rehash of the 90s like late 90s early 2000s right now you got billy eilish doing like the grungy mopey thing but on a on a pop scale you got k-pop which is just palette swap boy band shtick you got new metal and Jinko knockoffs or a thing again. It's weird. It's a whole lot of like roly-poly callbacks to some of the weirder parts of the 90s. And I'm not saying that I dislike today's music by any means. I'm not due to become an actual bitter old man for another 10 years, according to my calendar. There's obviously good shit coming out every day, because otherwise this show wouldn't exist. But it's just interesting how things cycle. I am still holding out hope, as I've addressed in a previous episode, that there's an actual hair metal revival at some point in the next five years, which is why I personally dropped $1,000 on Aquanet on my Robinhood account in the stock market this week. You might think I'm an idiot, but we'll see who's the idiot when I'm lighting my cigars with $100 bills in five years while you're still investing in NFTs. Idiot. I went off on a tangent there. Those are my deep thoughts for the day. Harkening back to those halcyon 2000s times, I promise we'll be keeping it shallow away from the deep thoughts for the rest of the time. 
Let's see what else is going on other than, you know, war and gas prices and all that other nasty shit. Oh, um. <laughs> that is my text tone. Um, sorry, I'm going to take that text from the boss. That's cool. <sighs> Zoom call in 45 minutes. Don't be late. Frowny face. <sighs> That's just cryptic enough to be terrifying. Um, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about at all. Uh, trees are flying, birds are sunny, the sun is singing, it's not daylight savings time anymore. Nothing to worry about. Uh, okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the dock of the bay and do some deep breathing exercises while you listen to some tunes. I got a great little triad ahead of you. This is a new track by Sudan Archives called Homemaker. Oh my God.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World, your one-stop bait and tackle shop for all the best tunes in existence. You just got done hearing some hot new tracks lighting up the radio and universal waves. We started out with Homemaker by Sudan Archives. She's a violinist and R&B futuristic queen. If you dug on that, you should run, not walk, to your nearest streaming service and check out her album Athena from 2019. Also, you should check out her music video for this song, which just dropped. Uh, Apparently, it takes place in the world's sexiest Nebraska Furniture Mart, which is also the first time that Nebraska and sexy have appeared in the same sentence. Uh, also, fun fact, you cannot spell Nebraska without ska. But Sudan Archives, she's got a new album dropping later this year, adding on to our cavalcade of beautiful music that will be coming out over the entirety of 2022. Next, we had MUNA, M-U-N-A, capital letters, great electro pop band out of L.A. And one of their latest singles, it's called Anything But Me. Another great music video for that song, featuring the band all tied up in various states of captivity and distress. But then they bust out and do a killer line dance which is probably a metaphor for something, maybe globalization, I'm not sure. But the song is an absolute bop. New album from them, dropping in June, and I've already reserved a spot for them in all my beach and pool playlists. You know, for all the times I hit the beach and pool this summer, which is all the time. Totally going to happen. Yes, sir. Finally, we had Katrina Ford slowing us down with a haunting new track called Peace Out. And if the name doesn't mean anything to you, Trina Ford, then know this. Homegirl has played an integral part in Baltimore's music scene and also hearkening back to that 2000s music connection. Also sang backup for TV on the radio, their first three albums, including one of the greatest songs of all time, Wolf Like Me, as well as recently working on some songs for Future Islands, another band of indie heavyweights. You might remember them as the guys who did the Crazy Seasons Change song on Letterman, the singer being all crazy and rampagey, both great groups, and Katrina Ford is equally great. She will have a solo album out later this year. So, keeping with our mid-2000s indie reminiscence, I wanted to talk about a good thing that Jack White, famous of the White Stripes, is doing for this week's edition of Good News for People Who Love Good News. Good news for people who love good news. Fun fact, that jingle does come from the song Bury Me With It by Modest Mouse from their 2004 album, Good News for People Who Love Bad News. We are so thematically linked today. Good job, me. Jack White. Everyone knows Jack White. Everyone loves Jack White. He's tall. He plays stupid, good, funky blues guitar. He did the White Stripes, did the Coca-Cola band uniform coordination thing. Uh, he had a band with his sister, who is actually his ex-wife. That was weird. But great musician. Great guy. Could have easily vanished into the ether and spent the rest of his life being all weird and Tim Burtony on a tropical island somewhere, but instead he gives back. He gives back to the universe that birthed him. Ever since quitting the White Stripes, Jack's been slowly ascending into his own little status as indie rock kingmaker, a hipster godfather, if you will. He's got this record label that he runs called Third Man Records, a whole bunch of great bands on that roster. In addition to the whole album production aspect of the recording process, it also functions as a big wide net printing press for vinyl records for a number of different artists, which is super cool. I'm going to talk business here, talk economics, considering vinyl as a listening medium has risen Phoenix Jesus-like to a new level of popularity since the mid-2000s. Thank you, local hipsters, for that one. So I'm going to hit you with some numbers here. For reference, vinyl sales uh, were absolute dick, like somewhere between 1 and 2 million at the turn of the 21st century. They only cracked 10 million somewhere around 2014 when everyone starts being really hip and cool. And seven years later, 2021, there were over 41 million different records sold. So, to use a fancy business term, that is really insane. But, problem! Despite the huge demand for vinyl records exploding popularity, there are not too many vinyl pressing plants 
to go around right now. And a lot of them are owned by the big record labels, and they are currently being used to churn out a shitload of Ed Sheeran LPs, which just gather dust on Target and then are eventually bought by college students to use for drug reasons. But that's a different thing entirely. And that's a problem because every band and their mother starting up wants to make that sexy vinyl money because it is a lot easier to get $20 from some drunk selling your vinyl at a DIY show than it is using uh, Spotify and hoping that you rack up 8 bajillion streams. I don't know exactly how the exchange rates work. But long story short, Econ 101 problem. Big demand for vinyl, low supply of vinyl maker. So Jack White has been so very gracious to let the little elves that live in his record label function as a third-party publisher for indie artists who want to get said sexy album published on sexy vinyl, which is wonderful for him, and we love him very much for it, but little problem. Because he's one of the only people doing this, there's a little bit of a backlog, a little bit of a bottleneck. So, to beg for some support, Jack actually released a video pleading with the major record labels to use their capitalist superpowers, their billions and billions, to create more vinyl pressing plants to help offset this major demand. And it's a strong, positive message that nearly distracted me from the fact that Jack has very blue hair now. Nearly distracted me. So, it is good news that we have major indie music celebrities using their powers for good. It's good news that there is a prime opportunity for possible entrepreneurs who are looking to improve their local music scene uh, instead of spending all that money on 80s memorabilia and SeaWorld tickets. And it is good news that Jack White is confident enough to address major companies with the same hair color as Marge Simpson. So, moral of the story, if you feel strongly about this, next time you are at a show, shell out for that vinyl album. Shell out for it. All of your friends and family will be amazed at how cool and hip you are, and you are doing a great thing for your local music industry and circle. So, positive message for you. On top of all that wonderful stuff that Jack White is doing, by the way, he's got a new album coming out with some hot new singles in your area. And when he's going on tour, he is bringing along the band Be Your Own Pet, who have reunited for the first time in over 10 years, which is super awesome. Big fan of Be Your Own Pet. So I'm going to play one of their old tracks and hopefully we'll be hearing some new stuff from them soon. This is The Kelly Affair. Bye. Be Your Own Pet.
rising of seas before they take this threat to existence seriously. Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing The Kelly Affair by Be Your Own Pet. Going back in time a little bit for that one. Back to Rock and Roll 2008. Be Your Own Pet formed up back in 2004 during Caveman Vampire Times. Released two albums in 2006 and 8 respectively. And then they broke up. Story very familiar. They are reuniting, however. Happy ending to play two shows on Jack White's upcoming tour, which is super cool, and possibly releasing some new music as well, which would be just wonderful. Always room in the world for more loud, angry girl music. On that note, next we had Loose Articles, 
out of the UK, and I think that they would do a great double bill with dry cleaning. That's my laundry band name pun for the day. And their shouty, stompy song, Chaos, they've got a number of nice singles out that you can check out, but hopefully we'll have a full album from them in the future. And finally, rounding us out, my new favorite Joy Division song that is not actually by Joy Division. That was the band Horse Girl, which is a great band name, and their song, Anti-Glory. Good stuff there. Side note, when I woke up this morning, I remembered that I have not actually done any ad reads for Poom this month, which is only a problem if you are immediately me or someone in their marketing department. Uh, So I am majorly behind on my copy reading quota. Luckily, I just got this new pamphlet in the mail outlining the new Poom Spring line. Very cool for me. Thank you, Postal Service Jesus. I am just going to take a hot second to read off some of the items on here so that I can restore my quota and hopefully I don't get any more uh, angry controversies with uh, uh, Poom administration. And on that note, how long do I have before that Zoom call? 10 minutes. Okay, great. Pamphlet time. Let's see. Um, hmm. Need to add some variety to the spread of your kitchen. Introducing Poom Jam. From the same people who brought you Poom Juice. Oh my god. It's Poom Jam. Put it on your toast. Put it on your roast. Over 800 different flavors. Poom Jam. Wait, 800 flavors? There's no way. Like, how much space does that take up in a warehouse? Like, 800 flavors? Like, if there's 30 jars for 800 flavors, that's like 24,000 jars. That's math. And that's not even accounting for what the popular flavors might be and oh my god there's uh there's a fold out um really long fold out that's correct 800 flavors including strawberry boysenberry banana apple cherry cranberry cranapple appleberry kiwi grape peach peach grape blueberry greenberry redberry grape apple pie peanut butter Nilla wafer, smorgas tarta, what? Chicken and dumplings, chocolate, grape, white chocolate, chocolate chip, lime, lemon, lemon, lime, lime, lemon. Okay, good. All right. Cinnamon, snozberry, grape ape, chocolate milk, orange, grape, orange Julius, brown sugar, sugar, slamberry, purple, grapefruit, tangerine, mashed potatoes and gravy, cream corn, hot fudge, spam, light turkey, wild turkey, passion fruit, grape. Strawberry, apple, strawberry fudge, grape, frappuccino, strawberry boysenberry, almond milk, bubblegum, starlight, starfish, chocolate starfish, uh, salmon, shrimp, gumbo, lobster bisque, noodle, cayenne, pepper sticks, strawberry, pink. Okay, you know what? You you get it. You get it. That's We're just going to fold that up. That's not going to go back to the way it was. Okay, that's fine. So let's turn it to the back. Um... Order three jars of Poom Jam, special offer. Order three jams of Poom Jam, and you will receive one free Poom Bar. All the calories of a regular meal compacted into one handy bar. Available in 4,626 different flavors, including strawberry, vanilla, cranberry. Okay, you know what? I'm not doing this again. Uh, we'll flip it. Um, hmm. Having trouble with your new canine in the house? Puppy make piddle on the living room floor. Can't stop your doggo from digging. Why not sign up for the Poom Obedience Academy? A full 10-week course for you and your furry best friend to understand each other on a whole new level. Okay, that's a bit spooky and weirdly specific. Um, Hate that. So, you know what? I just saw that there's a green apple flavor for the Poom Bars. So I'm going to do the good thing, put money back into the company, put an order in for those. Here's some more tunes to keep us in that folksy 2000s spirit. This is Twain, King of Fools. Filled up with the greedy lust to own up all 
Cut their bellies open Thinking they had swallowed jewels When he saw the blood spill onto the naked ground Do you think he knew
just that I dropped acid and came to know of all things passing. Most just get away. That's what George's records say, but I'm just sad alone. Trying to live right back years ago.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. Uh, you just got done listening to some great, folky, fun tunes that I would totally explain more about if I did not have this Zoom call starting in like 30 seconds. We're running a little over long on time here. Uh, nothing to worry about, though. Um, so just bear with me through this conversation. I've just got to get logged onto the uh, the company communication tool. So we actually do not use Zoom. We use uh, our own special company software. It's called Poom Zoom. Uh, so I'll just put in my password there. And now we play the waiting game. Mr. Vaughn Anderson, welcome back to the show. I am so happy you could drop by for another episode this month. Big surprise. I am actually recording right now, which is super cool. Did you want to say anything to the wonderful people listening at home? The Rams should not have lost on Masked Singer. Also, we need to have a conversation. Well, I disagree with you on that first point, but I'll allow it. Uh, what do you want to have the conversation about? What do you want to talk about? When were you going to tell me that my dog has gone missing? Uh, what happened to my Muku? Um, okay, that. Um, I... I have no idea what you're talking about. You are playing dumb with me? <laughs> of course not, no. That was not a question. Oh, well, sorry. The, the way you speak, it kind of sounded like a question. You are insulting my accent? Is that a question? Enough. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I, I get it. I'm sorry. I did mess up. This is true. I ordered some mozzarella sticks and Rico left the door open and that's how Muku got out. So technically, this is at least 70% Rico's fault. Uh. Okay, not now. Okay, dude, sorry. And, and look, I... I didn't want you to stress out, Mr. Mr. Von Anderson, and I, I didn't want to get in trouble, obviously. And I tried really, 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 really hard to find him. Like, you should have seen how many miles I racked up on my car. I drove all around. I paid a lot in parking, gas. Like, gas prices are super high. Like, holy shit, you would have no idea. Like, I do not I, care about your silly gas prices. I drive Tesla. It burns like kitten. Well, that's wonderful. But the important part is that I got Muku back from his kidnappers. He he was in, in the custody of some really scary people. Like they left a tape on my 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 doorstep and they changed their voice and that was really freaky, like Mission Impossible. But I got him back. And that totally cancels out the fact that I lost him. Because I got him back. And, and you weren't involved at all, so it was fine. Except my Muku was never kidnapped. Okay, was that a question? No, it was not. Muku was never in any danger. He had been with me the entire time. Wait, what? When I left Muku with you, we had to bet on how long you were able to take care of him. But you lost me 500 kroner. I don't know how much 500 kroner it's... Uh, wait, who's we? Everyone at Min Poom headquarters in Stockholm. Oh, you should have seen it. Like 50 different people were in on it. We had a Discord and everything. You lost me 500 kroner. Dieter and HR ended up winning. I hate that prick. You guys had a pool running on whether I could take care of your dog? Yes. We had a van tailing you in case anything bad happened. When we saw Muku get out, I had a couple of my interns coax him into the van with some smorgasparta, his favorite. Uh, first of all, ew, I think. I don't know what that is. Second, you mean I drove all the way around Denver and all the different shiny parts of Colorado and harassed a whole bunch of strangers and got pranked by some kid on TikTok for nothing. He was with you the entire time. So why did you hold on to him for so long? To make you sweat. And because it was funny. So who were the people who left the tape? The intern. Wow. Um, this is all a lot to process right now. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little hurt right now. Um, I, I can't believe that, that you would lie to me like that. Like you lied to me. Okay, fair point. But, I mean, so... 
technically nothing was wrong in the first place. So we're all good now, though, right? Because it was just a prank. And now it's over. Lesson learned. Credits roll. We're all good, right? No, you still lock my fucking dog. Infected immediately. You are suspended from your spot as host of Corbin versus the world for Twaviker. Twee wicker? What, what is that? What does that mean? Twaviker, two weeks. Okay, why didn't you just say two weeks? To remind you that I am fetish. God damn it. Okay, so, so what? I'm suspended. We're just not going to have a show next week. What about my thousands of loyal listeners? We even have Rico host the show. Okay, Rico, he can only say one goddamn sentence. Fuck Josh Hutcherson. Okay, I'm not trying to be a dick, dude, but it's true. I understand what you're saying, because we're friends, but what about the public? Like, what about that? You know, you can adjust his voice settings, right? No way. Did you even read the manual we gave you? I skimmed it. Dude, I've been trying to tell you that all you have to do is change the thing on... Okay, Chris, I'm sorry. Were you invited to this conversation? Well, no, but... I'm Chris. Copy that. You should be nicer to your producer. Maybe you can work on that during your time off. Along with the 10-hour course on canine care that you must complete before returning. Oh, no way. That that was for me? I... No. I... Okay. Okay. I had to do class. I went to art school. I don't do real school. So you mean to tell me that all of this is just like some weird campaign to to sell your your doggy care courses? That's what this is? The day I have to answer your questions, I have a tag on my toe. You'll do what I want if you want your job back. Anyway, I have important engagement with someone who isn't a total nincompoop. Go ahead and finish your show. Then leave your poon keys on the desk. Do I make myself clear? <sighs> yes, sir. Great. Ta-ta. <sighs> Shit. Two seconds, guys. Sitting on the duck. Watching the time go. Okay. Oh, we're good. We're we're good. Everything's fine. You've heard all of that. That's awesome. Not super embarrassing at all. But here's the thing, guys. This may suck, but I will be back. And that is the important thing. And you know what else? I told you at the beginning of the show that we were going to be bright, we were going to be optimistic, and we were going to play the goddamn Arcade Fire. So, goddammit, we're playing the Arcade Fire, and we are going to be happy. We are going to be very, very happy and pleased with the universe because that is what we are all about. Right, Rico? I hope you enjoy this seat, Rico. I will keep it very warm for you for next week. Little metal jerk ass. (laughs) Sorry. Um, anywho's, uh, if you enjoyed the last few songs, check them out on the show notes at Corbin versus the world.com. Please. And thank you. Also follow me on the socials to keep the dream alive on Instagram at Corbin versus the world. Check out our wonderful Godfather website, loudspeaker.org. Please. And thank you to check out all the other wonderful songs that are in our universe. I promise I will be back in two weeks. And you'll enjoy some lovely tunes between now and then anyway. So on that note, these are the new songs by the Arcade Fire released just a few days ago. I hope you enjoy them and I will be using them to bring all of the positive mana back into my soul. So this is for you as well. This is the Arcade Fire and their song, The Lightning. Appreciate you.
random people yelling in the background can you guys hear that or no negative yeah and just be like Dieter's having an argument with Sven or some shit (laughs) (laughs) from the big bag of stereotypical Swedish names 
This has been a production of Loudspeaker Networks. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.fm.